0: In today's podcast, we've got a special edition, a sneak preview of GH2 Unfiltered, a free one. You can get a first-year subscription to GH2 Unfiltered and a free copy of MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Just go to GH2Unfiltered.com. One of the problems with the way that we digest information on our society today, in little sound bites, snippets, whether that be 10-minute podcast. 20-minute podcast, 10-minute YouTube video, is that there are just snippets, uh, segments, fragments. I don't recommend this. I think that everything needs to be put in a consolidated, coherent you know, strategy, approach. That said, this is the world we live in. Here's where I take a look at a particular YouTube video where the information is not exactly correct, which can lead to further problems. Welcome back to GH2 Unfiltered. <laughs> so, you know, I try not to watch other videos about Medicare. I don't. Uh I don't watch my own, to be candid with you, once I post it. You know, I don't like the way that I look, I don't like the way that I sound, I don't like the idea that I have to self-promote. <laughs> all this kind of stuff, all this stuff is like runs against my nature. This is the world we live in. There's nothing I can do about it. However, the other day, uh, I saw this video. And I'm going to start to talk about it because I think it's a very good, typical thought about the way that other videos are being posted up on YouTube. And it's a cautionary tale to some degree. You could say this. It's not, I don't know this person, uh, you know. I hope he's doing well and successful blah blah blah. Okay. But let's just take a look at here. So this is the title of it is supposed to be, you know, plan n is better than Medicare advantage. Okay. But let's just go here right here at at, you know, the early early moment mark and I'm just going to play the video. Just for these few moments.
1: every October from October 15th through 7th is the Medicare
0: open enrollment period. And Wrong. Right out. Right, right from the jump. Wrong. And now you can understand my frustration. October 15th through December 7th is not the open enrollment period. It isn't. It is the annual election period. You could say, Jay, you are being awfully nitpicky. And I've actually even had this debate with persons that I actually even respect in this business, as far as information sources regarding Medicare. When we use inaccurate words, then what happens is you attach the wrong set of options of what you can and cannot do within these periods. This is very sensitive in Medicare. Very sensitive. Open enrollment leaves the impression that I could just to get to switch from any configuration to any configuration. No, uh-uh, right? You have the, it is true. You can switch among Medicare Advantage plans and among Part D plans, true, both true. No restrictions at all. It is not true that you can simply switch from Medicare Advantage to Medigap. So the only time that you can get into Medigap without underwriting is during your initial election period, six months window that begins when you turn on Part B or you've lost employer coverage. I have to add that or because sometimes some people have employer coverage and Medicare Part A and Part B. Okay, so there's an extra twist. You could have a special in, a enrollment period. For example, if you move, there are side doors to get into Medigap. That doesn't mean that it, the October 15th through December 7th period is open. And you can understand why I have a bone to pick right here. Because the reality is, is all the financial stuff is full of nitpicky details and terminology. You're talking about financial contracts here, legal contracts. The lawyers are not misusing specific terminology. You're a paralegal, you're a first, you're a first year lawyer, and you get one of these capitalized terms wrong, you're fired. (laughs) That's, that's the way it works. Right? Because they're dealing with contracts. Guess what else is a contract? Health insurance policy. So this is why, and this this has a bunch of other issues that, you know, it's not only financial, right? We have this all the time. We've got some loose lips sinking ships, right? The wrong set of impressions is made given to the next guy. And someone in the audience mishears it, manipulates it, distorts it. And now all of a sudden, what do you get? Oh, you get the... Uh, ongoing thought that women should be, you know, barefoot and pregnant or, you know, paid 30% less than men for doing the same job. In other words, what ends up happening is it's not me to you. It's the other guy who's has the wrong starting point, takes the inch, pulls it a mile, and now we get all sorts of crazy types of conclusions. Okay, okay. Now, now, now that I've calmed down, uh, let's, go back to the, let's go back to the video because now there's a description about Plan N and here are the guts because right away we see here at 409. One other thing on
1: Plan N is what's called Part B excess charges. Now, these are occurring when doctors do not accept the assigned rates for Medicare. Which is very rare. About 96% of all doctors in the country accept what is called assignment, the assigned rates for Medicare.
0: Okay. So this is fine. And let's just continue because I, I hit pause too quickly. Let's see. Just call
1: your doctors and ask if they do. Chances are they do accept assignment and you will never even see these.
0: Oh. Okay. First of all, Let's presume that he's right. Which there's no evidence of whether he's right or how widespread it is. Okay? So 4% isn't very much. Agreed. That would possibly charge the excess charge. What's not here is 4% times amount. Right, if if only 4 if only 4% and they charge 15% more of a $5 charge. Well, yeah, right? 15% of $5 is 75%, 75 cents. Let's say 15% equals $10,000, however. Now all of a sudden of 15% is $1,500. And let's say that's per crack. Here's an example. Macular degeneration. You have expensive, frequent shots, which will never end. And that person, that is a Part B. That is a Part B service, for example. That person then charged 15%. That excess charge difference will exceed the math of anything. That's number one, right? So right from the get-go, you can see what ends up happening is that people or other people on YouTube are focused on, okay, well, not likely. But the reality is it's not likely times the financial outcome if that occurs for the subscribers if you watch the other videos you can see, you can hear my rhetorical question. Are you a buyer or a seller of a lottery ticket? You have to play, and you have to be on one side or the other. Intuitively, it might be attractive for you to say, I should be a seller, right? The probability of the other guy picking the number, the the set of numbers is low, granted. The issue is times X, because if he does pick it, your minus 300 million dollars which you do not have so fine you got two dollars as your up your maximum upside right is the is the sale price of the ticket so fine you've sold for two dollars but that's your maximum upside your downside is minus 300 million dollars so that's an extreme example but it, it sheds light on the intuition the reasoning the common sense reasoning which may not, which it's easy to gloss over. Glossed over here entirely. Never mentioned. Let's continue. So let's keep going because what happens very frequently on these videos that, you know, I'm very careful with the language. You know, I try to make it like everyday talk, but the reality is that... I'm using very specific language, very intentionally as you could tell from the first part of today's video. Let's take a look. Let's take a listen. Call us each day and say, I want a Medigap plan. I don't want an Advantage plan with a network and all those out-of-pocket expenses. I would like something in place, but maybe not the highest price plan or the best. Okay. Before we get into the rest of this video, the rest of their part of this video, I should say. I don't want the out of pocket expenses of Medicare Advantage. So I would again encourage you to go to the publicly available Medigap versus Medicare Advantage. Right? Because what has happened here is this person just like glossed over the idea of Medicare Advantage. And maybe that may have been a pertinent com- comment six, seven years ago when I first created Maximize Your Medicare when it was a self published book. The market. Moves the market has moved because what ends up happening is uh, you're going to hear it in a few moments. Let's see, I hear it.
1: Best plan with the most coverage. Well, in that case, we go right to a Medicare plan, and they're perfectly healthy, but it still gives you the flexibility of going to any doctor or specialist anywhere in the country as long as they take Medicare. So, got
0: okay. So, this is like one of the misnomers. Right. Because not all Medicare Advantage plans can be accepted anywhere in the country. But due to market changes and evolutions and and competition in the buyer's favor, Medicare Advantage PPO also accepted by anywhere in any doctor hospital in the country as long as they accept the federal Medicare card. Now, your out-of-pocket costs will be higher. That doesn't mean that you'll be refused. So then it becomes a further analysis is required, not just glossing over these points, because if we're going to be this specific, as we're going to see in a few moments, on a couple of hundred dollars a year, the original Medicare Advantage versus MediCap video that I posted Right is saying, look, if that's the case that you're looking to aggressively address costs on an ongoing basis, those Medicare Advantage plans, which are PPOs, they can be had at $0 a month. So now, yeah, your out-of-pocket costs may be higher by due to the fact that you've got to go to the doctor or to the specialist, for example, in the instance that you are hospitalized. Yes, there's no doubt about it, though there will be bills. There are other terms and conditions in Medicare Advantage that you need to know. Prior authorization, these are inherent in Medicare Advantage. That said, you're being paid by the fact that you are paying $1,500 less a year, $1,400 less a year, over a thousand. So now this is a math and money question that has to do with the individual household. Not really this reason. If you're going to tell me that, okay, well, the $1,000 a year doesn't matter to me. I still want to have plan N. I'm all for that. 100% for that if that's the choice that you're going to use for Medigap versus Medicare Advantage. I have zero problem. You'll never hear me push back against that. However, the re- it's important to understand Why? Why? Right. And my point here is this information that was just stated on this video, that's not why. As I've said on many, many occasions, we'll take a look at these prices as stated here to see whether or not we're just glossing over the truth or not.
1: Premiums. So for a plan G, Mary's plan G average a month would be about $130 a month. Now, if she chose plan N, that would be about $100 a month. Big difference.
0: Okay. So now, again, glossing over facts, you just accept this as truth. Now, So to give you an idea about how competitive the market is, this could be the case at carrier number one. If there are only one carrier in the world, that's fine. But guess what? There's carrier number two, which may go like this. And now you can see it. Carrier number two, the right process. Maybe this person isn't quoting the most competitive. G now isn't 130. It's 120, right? So now what has to happen is you need to compare amongst these two carriers. And you can see it that this person is going like this. I'm saying that you need to squint carefully and do this. This is what I'm doing for you to go. Okay. Now the right comparison then is the lowest G versus the lowest n okay so now all of a sudden what you have is different combinations this is not necessarily accurate i can find twenty dollars absolutely my point here is now again if you reattach to the excess charge and the little the extra out-of-pocket costs that are involved in plan N. Now, all of a sudden, the actual financial difference between G and N is way lower. Plus, G gives you the lottery ticket that I was talking about, just in case. Oh, yeah, by the way, during that lottery ticket part on excess charge, that was 4%, right? And then, and my main point was 4% times, you know, $10,000. Right? That's only part of it because part of insurance are, and what is not addressed here and not addressed in any other videos, I don't believe, is that presumes that the entire payment structure remains the same for Medicare. And my candid, off, and my candid private comments would be, if you made me Medicare czar, I would simply slash the payment rates for Part B. Dr. X, sorry, you're taking a 5% pay cut. We have 63 million people on Medicare. Guess what, if, if President Biden gets his way, we'll have 25 million more people. We got big red numbers at, at the U.S. Treasury, right? You know this, or yeah, U.S. Treasury, okay? I've gotta make the numbers work. How do I do that? I need to get some of this money back. Well, what would I simply do? I just call up every doctor. Well, guess what? That doctor is minus $300,000 in educational debt. What would you do if you're the doctor? You do the rational thing. In fact, you took my counsel for the medical doctors who are in my my financial planning practice. I said, by the way, you know this excess charge? You're minus $300,000 in educational debt. You're to go get it. And if that you're a grandparent and that's your grandchild, minus $300,000 in debt, guess what you would tell your grandchild? They're to get this. They hold a knife for a living. They pay $50,000 plus for, med, for malpractice insurance. You're darn right there to get this extra 15%. So this is my point here, is that these small details either unrevealed or glossed over too frequently here on YouTube. Okay, so in addition to, you know, another example, I guess I should say of people just like stating facts as if they're absolutely true. Let's go. More
1: rate increases every year than a plan G.
0: So you're starting at- okay. So you are starting out lower, no question, right? So in other words, I think it's not $30. I would call it 25, even $20 you can find. Okay. You have to be aggressive. I'm aggressive about it in searching for clients. No question. That all said, lower rate increases. And basically what he's trying to say here is the rate of increase is lower for plan N, plan G. And you may be, find it attractive to... Think that to be true i'm just going to tell you this year this year in the state of california the largest carrier in the country united healthcare the plan n and plan g rate increases identical to each other identical in percentage terms so you can understand that this is the first time that I'm saying, you know, the name of the carrier in this instance, right? In other words, there's other dynamics going on here that you need to understand. Or need is kind of hard. It may may be helpful for you to understand, okay? Which is that there are boundaries over here and one should never underestimate how competitive this world is. Medigap is like insane. Well, all of Medicare. All of these extra plans is insanely competitive, right? Medicare Advantage P&L projections, something like low single digits. And by low, I'm not talking about five. I'm not talking about 5% profit. Lower than that, okay? That's what people are aiming at because they're trying to get more subscribers to their policies. This is not a 15 to 20% deal, no. Under Medigap, what you have is, since the numbers are so well known, again, rooms of me with unlimited computing power and unlimited legal resources, and in Medigap case, no leeway There's no leeway here. So all they have is to compete on price. I'm not telling you that every carrier is the same. No, but mainly they know they're trying to compete on price. So what ends up happening is their upper limits here, right? You can't just skyrocket your plan G versus plan N unless A, claims have to justify it, and B, they're also looking at the other competitors. Here's your, uh, here's your candid reality is plan G today is cheaper than it was five years ago. To that degree, to that degree, it's competitive. So as a result, you don't have this situation. This to me is chicken little stuff. I've made comments in the past about plan g versus plan n i'm saying it again here here you are another source saying well plan n is going to have lower rate increases than plan g it totally disregards the how competitive these guys are compared to one another and oh yeah by the way if you don't think that they're watching each other you got another thing coming it's way too competitive So I'm going to wrap it up here. Um, you can see why I don't spend lots of time watching other Medicare videos, right? Nine minute video, 30 minutes of comments. That's not a good balance. You know, I'll have nothing, uh, you know, I'll have no other time in the day, given the number of, you know, different videos about Medicare on YouTube. The important thing here is to understand the reasoning, right? because the background facts are going to switch around for a bunch of different reasons some that you can control your lifetime facts right you get a new situation uh you have new needs maybe you know dental becomes more important and you're on medicare advantage plan x well maybe you need to switch to plan to plan y because of these extra benefits right so in other words uh the medicare system could change in which case now medigap is may be superior to that of medicare advantage and if i'm the czar i've now cut the payment rates to doctors and now all of a sudden that little thing that the 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 video shooed away the part b excess charge isn't so isn't four percent it's 24 percent. okay so in other words my point here when you're buying insurance and you can see you can see from the other videos and especially you know I, i said this thing about the gamma squeeze and GameStop and AMC, you know, they look dissimilar, not really. I'll end it here by just saying that, look, plan G, as a normal course of life, everyone's short gamma because of the the fact that your household net worth can decline precipitously under certain scenarios. One of those other ones that would kink it down is an excess charge. The only way to get it back is to have the equal and opposite hockey stick as I showed to you. Now, how do you get the steepest one? That's plan G. Now, the question is, okay, now you have to pay for it. I agree with you. I agree with that analysis. Are you paying for it? That is a personal decision because the reality is if you came into my circle K or 7-Eleven because I'm just the owner of a 7-Eleven and you said, I want big red gum, and I'm going to say, well, Wrigley Spearmint is better for these five reasons. And you say, okay, yeah, 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 I want big red. Guess what? I'm going to provide to you big red at the most efficient price. There's no getting around that. As long as you understand the risks, as long as you understand clearly what you're choosing and the outlier risk and the pricing that is accompanying those risks, I'm good. I'll have done my job you'll be satisfied from that point. Thanks for watching.